Britain's soon-to-be unemployed defense minister has uh, said the quiet part out loud, noting that Ukraine has, quote, tragically become a battle lab for testing Western military tech. He said the UK must utilize the experience gained in the conflict to boost the efficiency of its own armed forces. Ukraine, tragically, and it is a tragedy that this has had to be the case, uh, has become a battle lab for all those people offering things, and the Ukrainians take them and embrace them and we gift them, and Ukraine tells us whether they work or not, or we see how they're used. And those sort of things mean that we would be foolish to ignore those lessons and not import them into our own armed forces to make sure uh, that we can be match fit for any future conflict. Well, Ben Wallace gave those remarks ahead of a presentation that would update Britain's military doctrine. A report by the British Defence Ministry has highlighted the use of artificial intelligence as well as other cutting-edge tech based on lessons learned in the conflict in Ukraine. We focus on how to drive the lessons of Ukraine into our core business and to recover the warfighting resilience needed to generate credible conventional deterrence. Let's take this conversation further here on RT International, crossing live now to the Vice Chair of the British Communist Party. There she is, Jyoti Bra, joining us here on RT International. A very warm welcome to you, Jyoti. Always good to see you. Do you, do you, do you find some sort of um, credence with what Wallace is saying there? Is the use of Ukraine as a, quote, battle lab, is it a consequence of the conflict or, I guess, perhaps an opportunity that has arisen? As far as the arms industry is concerned, uh, of course, Every conflict zone is an opportunity for them to sh showcase, uh, sell, and test uh, their weapons. And you know, and uh, we've seen for a long time with Palestine how arms manufacturers will advertise a lot of their wares as being battle tested because they've been used against the Palestinians by Israel. So this is an ongoing feature of, of warfare in the imperialist age. Um, but you said it in in your. Or clip there that Ben Wallace said the quiet part out loud. You know, he's he said openly, uh, although he, he put the word tragic in front of it. But of course, what he means is, yes, the arms industry is looking at what's happening and rubbing its hands together and saying, right, how can we benefit from what's going on here? Um, and at the same time, you, you also pinpointed this kind of supremacist approach where the fact that in this process, you know, hundreds of thousands of Ukrainians are being slaughtered is of no interest to the arms manufacturers or the imperialists who are pushing for this war to keep being perpetuated. Well, I, th I think you raise a very good point there, Joe. I, I appreciate that because essentially in the logic of uh, the soon-to-be-defunct British Defence Minister, essentially uh, prolonging the conflict would essentially have its uh, advantages in further testing out their weaponry, whether old, new, or all the prototypes too. I know that, for example, the UK Storm Shadow cruise missiles, they've been picked up by Russia. Some Russian tanks are being reverse-engineered in the UK as well by the Ministry of, of Defence. Um, it does seem a little bit worrying when so many people connected to the military industrial complex seem so optimistic about the opportunities in Ukraine when, as you say, so many people are dying along the front line. Do, do you think some people might have their priorities uh, a bit back to front? 
I mean, it's the whole essence of the imperialist system of the system of domination and production for profit that uh, the logic is always upside down because the logic is profit, not people, and the and the human logic doesn't come into it. Um, and we've seen, haven't we, across the the space of this, where well, you can see who really controls the British political and media establishment by the fact that not a single uh, mainstream political party in Britain uh, opposes the war drive. You know, um, nobody in government or in parliament is going to say anything against this constant escalation. Quite the reverse. Uh, Labour today came out and did its oppositional thing to Ben Wallace's review, uh, not opposing the hawkishness, but vying to prove it would be more hawkish. It complained mm. that there's not enough spending on arms. It complained that Ben Wallace was too slow to react to what's happening in Ukraine, that we're not making a big enough commitment to NATO. Right. So as far as the whole ruling is establishment is concerned, it's unanimous in, in driving and escalating the war drive. You know, it's Britain that pushed for depleted uranium. It's Britain that's put, pushing and justifying for cluster bombs. It's Britain that's pushing for F-16s. It's Britain that constantly comes out with nuclear hyperbole, you know, and then says that Russia's doing it. Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. And, and the Western press is so incredibly complicit as well, just echoing whatever the political establishment is really putting out there. Jody, but listen, I, I've got to Got to throw this across your bow here. It's just a short time ago that the Telegraph in the UK, telegraph.co.uk, a historically very anti-Russia, anti-Putin, anti-this channel. The Telegraph loves doing hit pieces on RT. Um, they've just put out a headline saying, get this, Ukraine and the West are facing a devastating defeat. That's the headline on the telegraph.co.uk right now. I'm shocked to see it, that to me suggests a shift in narrative. Your thoughts? I mean, these, it, there's, there's a kind of a, um, what would you call schizophrenia, isn't there? Because on the one hand, there's a desperation to make this thing work. Britain wants to remain a power in the world. On the other hand, hard reality is hitting home in some quarters, and they're trying to work out how to square these things. You know, the fact is, even looking at this review paper, you can see that Britain's not the power in the world it once was as neither is the USA, right? But Britain in particular, you look at the review and you see it can't afford to create the kind of army and invest in the kind of kit that would enable it to seriously face off against Russia or China, who are the targets it identifies that it wants to attack and destroy. Um, so it's forced to focus instead its effort on the role of kind of adjunct to the main force. It wants to act, uh, it's acting almost as if it's preparing to fight a guerrilla war, uh, which is quite a come down for a country that 100 years ago was the major global power and still thinks of itself in those terms, right? And it wants to pretend that this is playing to its strengths, that this is a choice rather than a necessity. But clearly, although it remains a cheerleader for the war and although there are sections of the British ruling class that benefit hugely from the continuation, you know, financially are, are benefiting, you know, many are worried that we are undermining our ability to even pretend to be a power in the world. Yeah, I think you make a very, very fair point there. And just, just one more time, just to remind our viewers, according to the telegraph.co.uk, the uh, Ukraine and the West are facing a, a devastating defeat. And I think it's fair to say that, you know, that there is a conflict between Russia and Ukraine, Jody, but there is a war between the collective West and the Russian Federation. Jody Bra, vice chair of the British Communist Party, it's great to have you on the program. Thanks a lot for offering your insight. Thank you. Thanks. Thank you.
Thanks for listening to Proletarian Radio. We aim to bring you the best Marxist analysis on current affairs, revolutionary history, and theory. Do like, comment, subscribe, and share our content to help us reach the widest possible audience. We are a small organization with limited resources, and we need workers' support if we are to grow and fulfill our mission. If you are able to make a one-off or regular donation, no matter how small, please visit our website at thecommunists.org and register as a supporter.